<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to Sage Conversations, where we believe that life and even the challenges that come with it is the greatest teacher there is. I'm Mara, and in this space, we try to uncover the wisdom behind these experiences, hopeful that these will serve as inspiration for us to achieve breakthroughs and elevate our lives. Alright, and welcome to another episode of Sage Conversations. And today is a special day because I actually get to converse with other people. We're down to the last couple of episodes for the year. So I figured, you know what, let's make it extra special. So I invited two of my really, really good friends, two of the funniest people I know, but also like two of the best like light workers that I've ever met. So uh, I would like to introduce you to my two friends, Azaza and Jenny. Hi, guys! Yeah, yeah. So, uh, welcome, guys. Welcome to a Sage Conversation. So, this is actually Jenny's second time on the yeah. show. So, we had her the first time. I don't remember if that was season three or season two. No, I think it was season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where we talked about grounding and then azaza mm-hmm. i actually name dropped azaza during like the, <laughs> the episode, episode that i released like last week so, yeah the selfishness yeah. like navigating between selfishness and selflessness so guys if you haven't mm-hmm. listened to that episode just yet you know you can always like at least during the holiday break you guys can listen to like the episodes that we've released mm-hmm. for, for season four so far and i decided to invite the both of you because we always have a lot of conversations about the chosen topic for today. So I feel like, just, like even before I started recording, we have tapped into some aspects of it. And uh, yeah, so our topic for today is actually about the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we hear that a lot. And, you know, as, as light workers, you know, like in Reiki and whatever modalities that we do, we always bring that up. You know, mm-hmm. and then that's also how we kind of check up on ourselves as well. Like, oh, my masculine is really activated right now. Like, I need to bring out my feminine. And if you guys have gotten readings from any of us, we tend to mention that, you know, you should nurture, aside from, you know, the usual like inner child, like nurture the woman in you, give more love, be more compassionate towards the masculine in you. Okay, and the thing about divine masculine and the divine feminine is, of course, it's more than just gender, right? Mm-hmm. It's more than just gender, and we have both. I want to ask you guys, like, what is the divine masculine and divine feminine for you? Let's say I'm someone new, and I approached you, and you told me, like, bring out your divine masculine, da 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 da, and then I will ask you. Like, what is that? What does that mean? What do you mean, like, I have to be more masculine? I have to be more feminine outside of the context of gender. So maybe we can start with Jen. Oh, my God. Okay. So first things first, thank you so much for inviting me again to the show. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm super happy to be here. Okay, first, I think I want to deconstruct the entire thing. Like, first, I want to talk about what divine is. And mm. the thing that comes to mind at the moment would be something that is not toxic. 
meaning something that is really coming from an open heart and truly a place of love, truly without the ego. That's how I would define divine. And with regards to like masculine and feminine. So we all have those two energies. It doesn't matter if you are biologically male or if you are biologically female, you would have those two energies. But for me, I think the essence of like masculine energy, and it's like, I feel like in its simplest form would be giving energy. So it's always like movement. It's always going out. And Feminine energy would be receiving. So like when you receive, you have to stay put and you have to be also willing to accommodate space. That's going to be like, for me, the simplest definition of what masculine feminine energy. So it's just like giving and receiving mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how we usually approach it, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to throw this question towards Azaza, because the way Jenny described it is very like action driven. You know, it's something like something not tangible, like giving and receiving. Like these are concepts, you know, these mm-hmm. are ideas. But is there a way to identify that, like the masculine and feminine energies when it comes to, let's say, the physical body? Like if we were to talk about it on a more grounded level, let's say someone like you, like someone who's very attuned to like her air energies as well. Mm-hmm. How do you determine how active your masculine side is and your divine feminine side is? So on a physical level. Okay, so for me, like a little bit of what Jen said is similar to mine because TLDR for me of divine feminine is all internal. Divine masculine is all external. So Mm -hmm. the divine feminine is your feelings, your thoughts, and like how you feel internally is that that nervous feeling, that squeamish feeling inside. Because you don't automatically show that. Some some mm. people, like when they feel something, you can't see it on their face. So it's all internal. Like in manifestation, it's creating that energy inside you, that thought, that feeling, why do you want it? How do you want it? And things like that. The divine masculine is expressing that externally, expressing mm-hmm. that externally. Like if you're feeling angry, how do you express that externally? So people can see or you can personally see how you are when you're angry. In manifestation, that's bringing the things you want from your mind to the physical realm. It's, is it like, oh, I want coffee. That's divine feminine. Then you make the coffee. That's the divine masculine. It's expressing them both. So it's expressing the divine internally and externally that's the divine feminine that flows into the divine masculine for me and i love that you asked that question because that's exactly the answer i was (laughs) (laughs) yay so and it's that you'll see how it's really not a matter of like separating the two but seeing how you can Mm -hmm. integrate the both of them and you know we always mention this like the duality of life the yin and the yang but For some reason, of course, with society and all of that, there is a tendency for one side to be more active than the other. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in the course of like reflecting on that, it made me wonder if like, is there really one side that is innately stronger than the other or they're both strong, but it's just 
it just feels weaker, quote unquote, because it's suppressed. Oh. Are you asking this on like a yeah. personal level? Yeah. Because sometimes, because I know for a fact, like with me, like I have very strong, like my femi- divine feminine is very strong. Sometimes I think, oh, I think it's stronger than my divine masculine. But mm-hmm. is it really stronger or is it because I may have been subconsciously or unconsciously, you know, downplaying the masculine side, knowing how how strong it can get. But again, that's my personal reflection. Hey, Matthew. Denmark. And Bethel here. Kailangan mo ba ng fresh and healthy take on life? Listen to our podcast where we talk about topics that help you become a better, wiser, and stronger person. The Grody Podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Check us out after listening to this podcast. Yeah, and I wanted to know, like, for you guys, is it, do you believe that there is one more innate and one stronger energy than the other? And that energy is what supports the other, the unexpressed one. Is it more of like that stronger one supporting? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Supporting or is it because it's just really suppressed? For me, this is quick to answer. Mm -hmm. Because I've known for a while that my divine masculine is way, way stronger than my divine feminine. Like back in 2006 when I learned about these concepts, like learn about them in a more active manner. This relates to my past lives because I've been mostly male in my past life. So that energy is brought into this, this timeline, this reality. So my divine feminine for a very long time was very unexpressed. So there was a lot of my desires as a woman mm-hmm. that I was unable to express or even emotions that I didn't want to acknowledge because they were seen as typically weaker, mm-hmm. sadly. So that's been stronger for me before. But now I've been healing the divine feminine and allowing my divine masculine to, to soften. In the society we live in, masculinity is celebrated and femininity is downplayed a lot. And as much as that's this reality, it does affect that divine energy because how we see the word feminine and masculine is affected by how society divide, defines that as. So aside from healing yourself spiritually, there's also the mental and emotional healing of what those words mean. It's not your fault. It's okay. And you can heal it. So right now, I'm honestly doing my best to balance it. and. I would like to think I'm succeeding. But of course, you know, if it becomes unbalanced, it's okay. We can always recalibrate and balance again. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know how, how you guys see this as, but I don't think there's a perfect balance. You just get used to it. And I, I haven't really thought about what energy is stronger for quite some time. So it's something I can ponder on and see. Yeah. Where am I? Like mm-hmm. a check-in. Yeah. Maybe not stronger. Maybe the word that we can use is like the more prominent one. 
The more yeah. dominant. Okay. Yeah. The more prominent, the more dominant one. How about for you, Jenny? Like, how how is it like for you? Okay, like, I think I want to react first to what Zaza said. Because she said, like, you know, that the dominance of a specific energy is also a product of, like, cultural conditioning. So I guess if, you know, if you take it into a more macro level, I honestly think that, you know, humanity as a whole has to collectively heal our divine masculine and our divine feminine because it affects the way each of us manifests that in our in our love reality. And then for me, I've been like I've been reflecting about what you said. For me, my more dominant energy would be would be the masculine. So I wield my masculine energies very well. And I'm actually incredibly proud of it. <laughs> because I can look hyper femme. But I, I can look hyper femme. But really when I ask, when, it, when, I, when I act and when I speak, it sounds so incredibly masculine. And a lot of people don't know how to deal with that because I look differently. But then also the energy I exude is mm. opposite of how I look. <laughs> Yeah, gets. I like what you said at how because the whole thing about like masculine energy, like what you said, it's about giving mm-hmm. and then the feminine is receiving, right? And yet I feel like when you express yourself, your femininity that is your masculine side mm-hmm. supporting mm-hmm. the feminine side. Because like we can coexist. Come on. Exactly. No, they, <laughs> we they can co- and then co- that's they should coexist. Exactly. Should. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, have, I like have that. notes about that. Good thing too, because I forgot. I forgot to explain this part when explaining what divine feminine and masculine to me. Because mm-hmm. for me, both of them have a way that they overlay, that they work with each other. Like you mm-hmm. can't separate one and have the other one survive in its full capacity. Mm-hmm. Like to express your divine masculine, there has to be a the divine feminine, and to mm-hmm. express your divine feminine there has to be a divine masculine they work with each other and i think with our society and how it has become there's a separation why should there be a separation of something that is the part of us because if you remove the word feminine and masculine it's simply the divine energy that's it yeah yeah the separation it's is what is the most harmful i do understand the the very strong movement of healing the divine feminine because for a very long time it has been oppressed as seen in society mm-hmm. in culture this is something i've been learning because for the past few months i've actually been taking a priestess course mm-hmm. where we learn about the goddess and what was done with the history of that energy and how it's been hidden and it's become very masculine so that and that has been happening for hundreds of years so to make up for that, this radical, quote-unquote, radical divine femininity movement is healing what has been wounded. But the downside of that is people forget that in wounding the divine feminine, we have also wounded the divine masculine. And where's the support to that? Where's the balance? Because I'm all for women empowerment. But you also have to remember that as women, we have masculine energy in us. and Pushing that down is just making the pendulum swing to the other side, which is not going to be helpful in the long run. Yeah. I guess instead of just thinking of how to balance it, it's recognizing 
the space that you can move around in given those two energies. Like I'm not mm-hmm. really seeing it as a pendulum that swings back and forth, but just mm-hmm. like this one big space. And exactly. that's when I know, like, when do I activate this? When do I activate that? Or like, how can I, again, integrate the two? Yeah. I feel like it's really useful also to think about the actual image of like the yin and yang. Because mm. like the yin actually has like a tiny dot and the yang also has a tiny dot in it. The yin is the feminine one. So it's the white one, right? But it has a black dot. And then the yang is the masculine one, the black one, but it also has a white dot. And so for me, that really just represents the fact that you really cannot separate one without the other. Like the masculine is within the feminine and the feminine is within the masculine. I like what you said, Mara. Like it's about like learning how to move around in that space instead of like strictly just like a pendulum. I feel like that's a more useful way of thinking about it well for me at least right now where i am yeah yeah and even like just the word balance like the image of balance is like of course i'm gonna throw in a surf reference right here okay <laughs> like when you're on a board when you balance like you're usually just in one line mm-hmm. and i feel like that's so limiting at least for, like if you look at it visually like it's very you have to stay still you have to you know, stay in one line whatsoever, mm-hmm. like in movement, in working out as well. Like sometimes balance requires you to, I mean, it's a good thing to be still, of course, mm-hmm. every now and then, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also in knowing that you can do something about the divine masculine and the divine feminine in being still and also moving around. Like we have to go beyond the perception of, let's say, like balancing things and just, you know, walking on a tightrope. Mm-hmm. When there's so much more that you can explore. Like when you step off the tightrope, you're still balancing things. You're still, mm-hmm. you know, when mm-hmm. you're walking, that's already balancing. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's recognizing again the stillness, which the is like the feminine also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then stillness of movement and then the actual movement, which is like the masculine. But again, those can be interchangeable. And yeah, like the lines just really they overlay. Hello, my friend. Life is quite the journey, and we're all so different yet so alike in our humanity. Hi, I'm Juliana Papo, and I believe that we have this need to nourish our mind, body, and spirit together on this journey called life for us to keep going, for us to better ourselves, and for us to get closer to fulfillment, to happiness, one step at a time. Join me as I share stories of inspiration, life realizations, and nuggets of wisdom from my journey and the journey of others I encounter. You know, like with the rise of like, again, the the women empowerment movement, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden there are talks about, oh, but like, there's like a double standard whatsoever. It's something that's been in my mind also Mm -hmm. because... Mm -hmm. I love feeling empowered and all of that. But there are times where I'm just like, wait, is this still the divine? Or am I, again, coming from a place of ego, which is why I'm pushing for this narrative? I think, I honestly think it's not any different. Like the process of determining, quote unquote, the toxicity of a situation really isn't very different from the way we do our usual shadow work. I mean, it's really just all about being more aware of where we're coming from. 
And if you start feeling, well, this is how I see it. If I start feeling that I'm not coming from my heart, if I'm coming from the ego, if I can feel like my body clenching a little, then that just means something needs to be healed. And that just means I'm probably engaging in something toxic. That's how I would do it. Like, I don't really see it as any, like the process of defining that toxicity and learning how to work around it and navigate that. I feel like it's not different from the way we usually engage with our shadows. Yeah, because I think to understand what is toxic femininity, define what is toxic. For me, it's anything that's harmful to someone else, whether it's someone of a different gender or the same gender. Because if you try to break it down to what is toxic masculinity to toxic femininity, it suddenly becomes a comparison. Again, uh, that balance thing. We look at the scale and the smallest of sands will tip the scales. So Mm. This is where that integration of the divine of no definition of feminine and masculine is. Mm-hmm. If you're harming someone, that is toxic in itself. And that has to stop. If you're harming yourself, because, you know, harmful self-talk is still harm. Mm-hmm. You have to stop. I understand defining what is toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. But sometimes having definitions and labels can become limiting. So instead of defining what is toxic femininity, what is harmful? And how can you take a pause, think for yourself, and Mm -hmm. stop that? Because when I I try to define what is toxic femininity, I was having a hard time in my own head. Because it is that double standard, honestly. Toxic is is just a general term. Let's not give it gender. Because some people who are like feminist and toxic masculinity, they use the extremes to tell people, oh, you're wrong. You're, you're this kind of person. So removing certain terms can remove, maybe not remove, maybe soften the extremes. Mm, and yeah. again, like move into healing what it is we need to heal. Mm-hmm. And so we go on to like the next part. Like, how do we do that? Because as light workers, as spiritual mm-hmm. workers, like we know what we need to do. Like this whole, okay, I, I can identify any acting or speaking from the heart. Like mm-hmm. you are able to tell if you're coming from the ego or not. But sometimes like, let's say, okay, so how do we ground this conversation now? What are the most practical ways that we can identify like what needs to be healed you know how can we like on a very grounded level like starting with the physical level how can we figure out that oh my masculine needs support or my feminine needs support or i need to soften my masculine or soften my feminine side so let's start with maybe like the physical like how to identify and then how to address let's say i'm someone who's just you know, about to go into this awakening? What if I'm someone who's still working on that self-awareness and that mindfulness? How do I begin? The funny thing about that question is you made me realize when I was in my healing journey at the very beginning, I never specifically went to heal my divine feminine or my divine masculine. I just went at it as healing myself because I couldn't separate what was the masculine and what was the feminine. So the priority was 
myself as a whole before identifying those aspects because I don't think I was able to see what those aspects were or mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. when I was at that journey. That's why it's a little challenging to say what can I do physically to heal the divine feminine and to heal the divine masculine. I resonate with what you said that when you started your journey, you didn't do it in terms of like, you weren't very specific, like you weren't distinguishing between the divine feminine or the divine masculine. And I realized that also that's my process as well. You just deal with the issue at hand and then you, you just, you just work with it. But I feel like we all intuitively know what it is and so that's why maybe there is no need to distinguish it when there is like a situation right in front of us because we instinctually know like how to actually resolve the situation so for like example you were asking about the body so i feel like the first thing that we should do if we are trying to heal like the divine masculine divine feminine energies of the body would be to actually inhabit the body so it's like you really feeling your body and so trying to quiet the monkey mind so that you can feel what is going on but once you are aware I think we all instinctively know like how you feel within a body so if we're tired then probably we would need more feminine energy and rest more if we are feeling restless if we are feeling anxious then for me at least that would be a signal for me to get moving because I have too much masculine energies within me and the movement would allow me to expand that energy I actually have like there's this thought that came to mind when we're tired and like the masculine energy is on hyperdrive and all of that and we know we need to rest Mm -hmm. sometimes tapping into the divine feminine feels like a luxury in certain situations where I can't just shut down my masculine. What if you don't really have a quote-unquote a choice to tap into that, let's say, the more feminine side? Okay, so I think I have a response to that. And I'm going to go back to my earlier point. As a society, we have to go heal it. Because, you know, a society that will not allow its worker to rest, to lean into the feminine, that's already incredibly problematic. Like we have to heal, we have to heal our institutions. We have to yeah, heal collectively. collectively. Yeah. It, like if you were driven to a situation wherein you don't really have a choice but to express one energy over the other, Mm-mm. then that is a signal for me to really check into like the collective energy as a whole there. Yeah. How about you, Azaza? Like just to reply to what Jen said, for me, the challenge is that is to heal collectively. We also have to heal individually. Oh, I love that. Because if you're not healed and you go out there to the world, you're just not just going to hurt people, but yeah. you might hurt people mm-hmm. or you might be apathetic. I forgot if it's a direct saying, like to change the world, you have to change yourself. Yep. You will get to a certain point where you are healed enough in yourself mm-hmm. while still going through this healing journey because as much as we don't want it to be true, mm-hmm. healing is a lifetime's work. So. Mm-hmm. You just get to that point of being aware enough and being healed enough that while healing yourself, you can heal the outside. One of the reasons why we can't rest is because there's shame around it. There's Mm -hmm. guilt around rest. 
So you can only allow yourself to release that shame when you have a safe space mm-hmm. to be unshamed, to express the shame. Because this is one of the favorite things I've learned from Bernie Brown's book. She said that shame cannot stand to be seen. That's her quote. But I just want to add to that, that sometimes we also don't want to see people in shame. So we don't allow mm. people that safe space to express their shame and then just let it go. It's that funny thing about healing yourself and healing externally or others that mm-hmm. you'll get into that. It's just something that you should never, ever rush because if you don't heal yourself and you just keep healing others, you'll burn out. And mm-hmm. then what will happen to the people around you who would have benefited if you weren't burned out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really get to see how they have to coexist, the divine masculine and the divine feminine. The thing about healing the divine feminine and masculine is you do it when you are aware, when you're very, very aware. You realize what the difference and nuances of them are, but when you're beginning, it's hard. When it comes to understanding it, you'll just get it. It'll happen. It'll It'll happen. I mean, just the whole fact that you know that there's something that you need to address, like that Mm -hmm. is a step in itself. Like Mm -hmm. that is you Mm -hmm. already acknowledging that, okay, there is something in me that needs to be given more compassion, Mm -hmm. you know, more space to breathe, Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. time to rest. Or there's a part Mm -hmm. of me that wants to come out. There's a part of me that wants to come out and express, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. know how. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Sage Conversations. If you found value in our content, share your thoughts with us on Instagram and Facebook and tag us at Sage Conversations Podcast. Please subscribe and share this podcast with people you know and love. Every bit will help us grow our circle. Once again, thank you so much. May you be well and may you feel loved. Until the next episode. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.